Hey guys, so Dean. It's time to talk about Evangelion. Uh, in this one, see, I tried to not mix peanut butter with the fucking jelly, and I got the peanut butter and the jelly anyway. Some of the stuff that happens in this episode, I mentioned last time. See, this is why I don't watch two episodes of stuff at once if I'm not going to record them both at once. But I made the decision way late to, like, talk about that by itself because I felt like it needed to be by itself. And this one's going to also be by itself because the next episode, I want to start doing them a uh, single episode. Uh, shit's starting to get super real. Anyway... Uh, this episode starts out with Masato is still listening to Kaji's, like, voicemail message. And she's also listening to some others. Kaji left her another message that helps her decode something else and figure some stuff out and learn some secrets. So she's doing some secret spy shit. She's barely sleeping. She's surrounded by coffee cans. And she's doing this work all the time. And she, like, shut herself in her room and, like... Shinji notices, and he's like, oh, Misato shut herself in her room again. I guess I can't go and talk to her about my feelings. And also, this is a way to help her through her grieving process, I think, is to work hard on whatever it is that Kaji gave her to work on. Asuka skips school to play video games at the uh, student council president's house. At least I think that's her. Fuck it, why not? Nobody was at school that day anyway. Otakon's like, nobody's here at school. What a weird occurrence. Something really must be happening over at Nerve. Nah, nah, Asuka just cut class. To play Sega Genesis. I wonder what she's playing. Knowing her, she likes like fast-paced games. She's probably playing like Gunstar Heroes, which would be probably what I would be playing on the Sega Genesis. And apparently she's playing that shit all day. Like she she did not stop playing that game because uh, the student body council president complains about it. And the student council president isn't playing with her. So either it's a one-player game or she was playing with her earlier and fucking Asuka obliterated her punk ass in that game. She's like, look, I I don't play such games with Jake. You know, like, I'm not I'm not up to playing with her. She's too competitive. And she's doing it just to avoid going home. She still hates everybody. That shit that happened last episode, that doesn't just stay in last episode. And Asuka also thinks that she no longer has value. She stays over at the student body president's house. She's like, look, can I stay over here tonight? And she's like, sure, I guess. I can't really tell you no because they come from two different cultures, right? Like, Asuka's really loud and brash just because that's Asuka. But she's not from Japan where everybody's incredibly super duper polite. So she just kind of like, fuck, I can't tell her no. She can't stay over. So yeah, sure, Asuka. Fuck it. Stay over. So they stay stay up at night talking. And of course, it's another thing that I relate to. Like, you know, you having those late night talks at a sleepover with a friend. Like, where you're talking about life and the universe and everything. When I first started dating my husband, we talked all night about black holes once. It was nice. But Asuka has a lot more of a serious situation. Asuka's conversation with the student body president is interesting because it's coming from a perspective of somebody who kind of only knows her from the outside. So she's getting a lot of stuff secondhand from Asuka. So she probably doesn't get the whole situation. She's just getting one side of the story and just or like giving her like a pep talk based on Asuka's own like admissions. She would never say Shinji tries his hardest to be nice to her. She probably would say it, but she'd say it in a negative way. Like, oh, all he does is try to be super polite. And I think and he's bullshitting and he's faking it or something, you know, whatever. Asuka is only telling from her perspective. So the girl only has that to go by when she's giving her the 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 pep talk. And she's like, I have no I no longer have value. I can't pilot the Ava. Then I'm fucking worthless because that's the only thing that I was that I can do that I was able to do. And that's the only thing that made me special. And she she puts a lot of her self-worth in herself as a pilot. Now she can't do it anymore. Who is she? The angel asks her that. Like, who are you? Who's Asuka? And she had to sit, sit down and seriously think about that shit. And angel's here. Ding, ding, ding. Angel time. Uh, the next day an angel shows up and it's a halo. Now this is what I'm talking about. This is my biblical bullshit angels that I was waiting for. Um, a lot of people are like, angels are these beautiful angelic creatures. Nah, fam. Angels are grotesque, abstract concepts. Like this fucking halo made of like an infinity band. 
Fuck yeah. All it needs is a book in the middle and several hundred eyes. I love me a good biblical angel. Yes, angels can become drop-dead, gorgeous, Greek statue-looking motherfuckers to not scare us when we look at them, but that's not their natural form. That's not how they always are. So seeing a nice, you know, biblical angel sitting there all abstract and shit was fun it was nice and you notice that this angel's a halo the other angel was wings next angel we get better be a fucking bunch of eyes just a fucking conglomeration of eyeballs and then we have the angel trifecta now i know what the next angel is gonna be uh it's not gonna be that unfortunately we do get an angel that was a few eyes back to the topic at hand angel up. halo it's beautiful i love it nine out of ten ray goes out there to stop it because oscar goes out there in the ava refuses to do anything like, and I was like, you know what? You know why? Because you shat talk it the day before. And also because Asuka herself inside her Ava has reached maximum apathy. I recognize that apathy. You're in a deep depression, Asuka. Welcome to the club. Here's some balloons. Here's a cookie. Congratulations for reaching rock fucking bottom. Sometimes it passes. Sometimes it lasts for weeks. I'm glad that I have some company in here at least. Because the Ava won't move. Um, besides, I think Asuka's apathy and the a- and her shit talking the angel the day before saying, you're my doll and all that stuff. Central Command there is like, fuck it, she's a good decoy. And I'm like, yikes. There's a young girl in that fucking robot. And you're like, eh, whatever, she's a distraction. Come on, guys. I know we're, we're reaching a limit of Asuka's bullshit attitude, but she needs help. She doesn't need you guys to treat her like this. But I guess she is a great decoy, I fucking guess. Ray's out there, and she gets con- her Ava gets contaminated. The angel straight up tries to, like, again, understand the human mind by entering her brain or entering her Ava and trying to directly communicate with her and show up and be like, yo, what's up? What go on? And it starts to, like, get into her system, like, physically into the Ava and into her nervous system and into her body and it, it, into her mind. And it's like, ugh. This is an, an gross invasion of privacy, Angel. And the since Ray is getting contaminated, she's unsinking from her Ava. She's unable to control it. She, she fights through it and gets control back of it. So they say, fuck it. We only got Shinji. Send Shinji's ass out there. Shinji's like, yay, I get to do something. So Shinji goes out there uh, to try to stop it. Because the, the, the halo is no longer a halo. It's, now it's like a snake. It's like a serpent now. There's a lot of crazy imagery in this one. Shinji gets attacked by it. And it, like, I guess touches his, his robot and, like, starts growing tiny rays on the end of it. And then the end of it becomes a big, fat, giant ray that tries to, like, caress his Ava. Ray realizes that, hey, no, that's my Shinji. Ray kind of understands that she might have feelings for him. So she takes, she sacrifices herself for him. She takes the angel in on herself. She sucks all that shit in like one big spaghetti. And her Ava gets all fat before it explodes. There's a lot of pregnancy imagery going on here. I'm not a fan. Hey, uh, Hidekiano, what the fuck is this? And then Hidekiano just looks down at me and goes, You figure it out, you fool. You get the symbolism later. Hidekiano tells me to figure it out myself. But that motherfucker blatantly said it plain as day like 10 episodes ago. And I'll, I'll put a pin in that. I'll tell you about what I mean later bloated so ever so uh they went and sent out a, a kind of like a team to go out and get a rescue team to go out in hazmat suits to go and sort out what the fuck happened with this ava and what happened with ray ray defeated it i guess by killing herself shinji is fucking distraught by this like he doesn't like seeing his friends get hurt and shit one of them has died now officially like she's dead at least that's what he sees right he, she exploded her fucking her ava blew up Sele and Gendo and them is like, we defeated 16 angels, y'all, that's it. That's C-Scroll says 16 angels. That's what the manual said. We're done with that shit. 
finally, hallelujah, the time has come to say sayonara. Geno's not finished his foolass plotting. Shinji is laying in his bed, just kind of depressed, and Masato comes in to talk to him, and he's like, I can't cry anymore. Like, he is emotionally exhausted, uh, and he's laying there, and um, the next, this scene with Masato trying to touch him is, is divisive. Some people say she was just trying to, like, connect with him, you know? And other people are are saying she's trying to connect with him with her body. Like, she's trying to sexually connect with him. And I didn't see it that way. I saw that she's literally trying to comfort him. She's trying to put a hand out to comfort him. But the way he rejects that closeness and is kind of like if she made a pass to him. So I kind of see where you guys see that. Maybe it's a translation error also because a lot of people are saying maybe the Japanese subtitles have it different. I'll check on the Netflix dub and see what they, the new interpretation of the of the gospel is. It looks like she just tried to, like, you know how you want to comfort somebody who's sad? You touch their shoulder or something to, to let them know that you're there for them? I think with Shinji, the thing is, like, he's reached that point where he's fucking done. He doesn't want to try to help anybody. Remember the episode when Misato was crying her eyes out and instead of trying to comfort her, he ran away. And now he's running away from the comfort Masato is trying to offer him. It doesn't feel sexual to me. Even though Masato is real weird about that kind of shit. She's, I don't think she's being weird here. And when he like rejects her, she's also fed up. Because she's tried to deal and try to deal with and comfort two kids now. And none of them want her help or uh, reassurance or whatever. She's like, fuck it then. I give up. The Hedgehog's Dilemma. I think that's what it was. I don't, I don't see this scene as sexual. Uh, I know there's some people that are like, but there's symbolism here. A shadow looks like a dick. No, no, no. We could talk more about this in the rebuilds. But for this particular, the way we're interpreting this scripture today is this way. We're not going to, this is not the King James version. Actually, this is the dub, the, the American dub. So it might be the King James version as opposed to the, the original Japanese version. But I, I want to say the King James version of Evangelion is the manga, which was written after the show. So yeah, that's what I'm going to refer to as the King James Version. The American dub, the first American dub as the New Testament. (laughs) That old biblical shit before, like, God made a rainbow and said, shit, I'm not going to try to drown you guys no more. That is the equivalent of the original dub. The dogma as I have, how I have taken it. Back to the story. They're like, hey, everybody, Ray's fine. Well, they went over and found the plug. We don't see what's inside the plug. We just see that it's a fucking mess. Ray is fine. She's just all bandaged up. And they're like, here's Ray. Here she is. Come on, Ray. Show the people that you're fine. And Ray's like, I'm fine. Look, she said she said her catchphrase, guys. So she's fine. Spoiler, Ray was not fine. Uh, and Shinji's really excited. Shinji's like, oh my god, you saved me. I'm so glad you're alive, Ray. I'm so glad you're safe. And she's like, I saved you? So she, she's having some issues with her memory. For some reason, Ray was supposed to go meet up with Sele, right? Because the plan is supposed to continue. But for some reason, Gendo sends her. And, it, and I guess tells her first... Get naked first before you go and talk to Sele. Masato got to talk to them fully clothed and in her military garb. You, though, go butt-ass naked to be talked to by Sele, who I guess can see through these big monoliths, these big 2001 Space Odyssey monoliths. Guess I think that's exactly what they're supposed to reference, is 2001 A Space Odyssey. But yeah, I'm, I'm guessing Sele's monoliths that they communicate through, they have cameras in them as well. Because they're like, you're very interesting, Katsuragi. And I'm like, yo, why is she naked? This is never explained. Uh, maybe in the old dogma, maybe in the uh, <laughs> in the original scripture, they explain why Masato is uh, why uh, Ritsuko's naked here, but they don't do it here. Now I don't know why she's naked. She just is. So Masato's on the case. Remember about this Adam thing about all the secrets of nerve, and she goes, "All right, Ritsuko, 
Let's fucking do this. Risco also calls Shinji and is like, hey, meet me secretly here in Nerf. All three of them take a journey inside the center of Nerf. And they're like, all right, it's time to see some secrets, bitch. So they're like, see this room? So she walks her into the first uh, room of Torment. So like, see this room? And Shinji notes, hey, this looks like Ray's room back at her old shitty built shitty terrible rundown apartment she's like yeah it looks like her room right this is where she was born so okay ray was born in this room it looks like a really dingy dingy shitty hospital room like you don't want to be in there if you're in a hospital room like this you're probably waking up from just getting your kidneys removed or some shit right like then they were like okay here's the next room in the uh torture tour this is the ava graveyard we put all the scrapped ava here that we fucked up with your mom died here shinji she says without a hint of sadness in her voice or like sympathy either but the room has a bunch of skeletons like huge skeletons in it not one so it's not like oh we tried the ava experiment on the one ava and here's a bunch of skeletons there's a bunch of skeletons in this room so much so that they fill up these indents that they're in now i'm going to tell you about a secret let's go to the final room of torture it's the secret of the dummy plug each dummy plug is full of one of these empty ass rays and she turns the lights on in this tank and you see a bunch of rays floating around in soup and it's fucked up so now ray is not the only ray the ray that's there now that came back is not ray ray is not ray ray was killed by ritzko's mom there's a fucking spin-off series of evangelion where all three rays exist concurrently and that's weird but ray 2 is the one that shinji got to know and, and the one who grew to sort of love him the new ray ray 3 is just a new ray the sele is not a fan of all the ray bullshit going on ritzko's like look i'm gonna abort all these rays and she presses a button and she kills them all she says that she, she says to herself that she's a monster that that misato should just kill her because misato brought a gun intent on probably not killing her but just threatening her and scaring her a little bit she brought a gun and ritzko's crying and going through the motions and you're like you're thinking to yourself why is ritzko doing this and it's because like her shame that she got but be you know going to sail naked for some reason and also she says it a bit that she feels like an idiot that's like mother like daughter so that probably means she was also trying to you know unlock the secrets of kendall's heart and failed and he's like fuck it she, he only loves ray this whole situation is just a big fucking dunk in ice water shinji's friend is not his friend this new ray is not ray she's a clone ray is a clone ray too the one that he got to know is a clone what is real what's going on who's who's right who's wrong who's lying to him who's not lying to him his whole world is like cracked open now and he has a lot of questions he has the masato moment where masato saw adam for the first time uh you know on the cross there and was freaking out and then we just have fly me to the moon again <laughs> it was like hey horror fly me to the moon and you're like whoa, whoa, whoa wait wait you can't just and it's like no no we did this sounds a lot like the ray version the japanese voice actor for ray singing fly me to the moon uh that again we were playing that cover to kind of hit you in the fucking chest i again i have to go i'm gonna go and watch that video today and see what the fuck all the fly me to the moons are and tell you if i was right or wrong about them but i really think this is ray's uh, ray's voice actor singing fly me to the moon this time it's fucked up the next episode is gonna put some salve on those wounds at least hopefully hopefully we're gonna get some feel-good juice out of all that torment and torture that we got in the last two episodes maybe right right some feel-good juice well we'll see thanks for listening